0: Hello again, kiddos, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby, and today I have a Fancy Pants Sausage Salad from Trader Joe's. Well, I should say the ingredients are from Trader Joe's. It has a spinach base, and orange pepper topping, some, was it tabbouleh? No, some bolela, which is a combination of kind of pico de gallo and beans, as well as a chicken sausage with Chardonnay. That's why I'm saying it's fancy pants. We also got that jalapeno sauce as a topping. So without further ado, I'm gonna dig in. Mm. I don't know if I taste the chardonnay, but I do taste a delicious salad. Mm. One of the most annoying things in my life is how sometimes a bite of spinach will launch things into the air that I then have to remember to clean up after my salad. So I will say, I think that when companies add fancy sounding ingredients like chardonnay to things like sausage, they're not doing themselves that much justice. It's not exactly Grey Poupon mustard we have here. Just do yourself a favor, add some paprika, add a little bit of spice. Chardonnay, I don't really care. I wonder if Jared Fogel is still on Twitter. Well, I just scarfed down my salad in record time. What I've been thinking about, this whole salad really, is that I'd like to reach out to Trader Joe's and let them know that I've been eating a salad now for over five months every day, and most of the time it seems that Trader Joe's has contributed at least an ingredient or two, and that perhaps if they wanted to sponsor me and the show, that I would be like their Jared Fogle, and do to them what he did for Subway. The only difference, of course, is that I was never so fat to begin with as Jared Fogle was, But we can take care of that by maybe going to Goodwill now that they're starting to open again and doing a little photo shoot with the largest pair of pants they have available. Because even though my pants now are pretty baggy with enough room to fit a softball in my waist, they're nothing like those dramatic Jared Fogle pants he used to wear. So maybe we'll have to put a pitch together and send it over to Trader Joe's. I'll see if they're all on Twitter after this, and I'll send them a little message, a little at mention. That can be pretty fun. In other news, guys, I found out today that Elon Musk and Tesla have announced they are raising the price of their full self-driving on all of their models by $1,000 starting July 1st. It already cost $7,000 for the software to be unlocked, and now it will cost $8 thousand when elon was pressed about this price change he said eventually it will be valued as high as one hundred thousand dollars and of course most people find that ridiculous for a car that has an entry cost of thirty three thousand dollars that being the model three alluding to a price jump in the realm of a hundred thousand for an optional software unlock is ludicrous so Granted, he envisions a world where it's no longer financially reasonable to sell private individuals' cars because there is such a wide fleet of Uber-like, rideshare, artificial intelligence taxis that they own and operate that you wouldn't want to take a car and it wouldn't make sense for them to build one to sell to you because they'll be making so much money off of its commission presumably. I have a hard time seeing this, especially in America, where I know a lot of adults don't really enjoy taking Ubers or Lyfts because they would rather have their own car parked and waiting for them that they can leave their sunglasses in, etc. And I wonder how many Teslas it would take to actually reach saturation, where you could live in the boonies and still get wherever you needed to go. Of course it will start with cities, but If they turned over their entire 4,000 plus vehicle per week manufacturing capacity that they currently have into releasing AI taxis all over, it would take years before people actually sold their current cars, which would be useless. Anyway, it's a complicated model to project. I don't really think that it's likely, because even with the maybe more expensive than this will be, Uber and Lyft rides that you can take, people still own cars. So if you didn't have to worry about being abducted by some driver or having some shady, fresh-off-the-boat Somalian drive you around when you visit a new city, and instead you could just order a perfect driver AI machine for a fraction of the cost and have a clean conscience at that knowing that it's driving around on much less emissions than a typical ICE car. I just can't envision everyone getting rid of their vehicles quite yet. Maybe in 30 years, we could see something similar to that. But it does, at that, make the pre-order of the Cybertruck more and more appealing because if you were to put a $100 down on a full self-driving model now, by the time that it comes out in 2022, you would have potentially saved yourself thousands of dollars in price increases on software. So food for thought, guys. I hope that uh, you consider that. Maybe it's that time to put that $100 down and hope that in two years' time you'll be able to afford a Cybertruck. You probably will be because the economy is doing so great. Enjoy a salad. Come again tomorrow. Be nice, but more than anything, thank you very much.